0: Ethiopia, and uh, that is, I believe, the fourth uh, most populated Islamic country, or something she'll tell us about this. But this is an amazing thing, this young lady filled with the Spirit of God and the purpose of God in her life. Tiffany Barnhill, would you come and share what God's doing in your life with this congregation? Amen. (laughs) to say um, really quick, I was telling Pastor Tim on Thursday just how much I'm so blessed and thankful for this church. Um, when we were last-minute fundraising for plane tickets and just last-minute changes of vaccines and all these things going on, um, 40 of the students in my school um, about ninety percent of them were like, "Man, like my church just didn 't catch the vision for this act school, my church didn 't catch the vision for for like what I want to do and preach in the nations, like my church just didn 't get it. people just don't want to support me it 's so hard it 's so hard for me to get this money and I was one of the few that was like, My church gets it <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and I, we all so I am just so thankful um, you guys you guys sent me out." you guys just blessed me, have continued to pray for me, kept me um, just here within the family. And even when I was overseas and like doing all these things, uh, you guys have had the vision. You guys send out teams to Pakistan, to Israel, to all these hard places. When most churches just send them to South America or Haiti, just reached countries. But just the fact that um, we are you guys are following the Bible and going to all nations and not just the nations that are reached. That you guys really have a heart to go to all the nations and that is rare. I've seen so many churches and that is so rare. So I just want to stand before you guys and just say like, thank you so much. Like, thank you because that is a blessing to me. I can stand before my other like, missionary friends and be like, hey, like, there is one church. It is possible. It is possible to have a church that will go to those hard places because it's not really rare. It's not really common. So thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So I want to just explain what I've done. I want to kind of just go over what my program was like and then uh, just encourage your hearts because I just want to speak on spiritual warfare because I didn't have a clear definition of what that was before I left. I was like, no, that's not really real. Like, whatever. Like, like that's just people making you try to think negative and all that kind of stuff. I just didn't grasp this whole concept of what that even meant and what it looked like and how to handle your heart in that moment. And for me, like I just know it's important uh, just to share that testimony so you guys can hear it, but also uh, just to be encouraged that when the hard times come, because the hard times are coming, just to know that it is possible to have hope and just to stand firm in the, in the will of the Lord and, and just to cling to the hope that he gives us in those hard times that are coming. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my format. So I went out through IHOP. IHOP just started a brand-new mission school, and their goal is to go to the unreached nations, specifically the 1040 window. If you guys don't know what the 1040 window is, it's just the last, the last kind of region where the gospel hasn't been preached. So it's all of the Islamic world, parts of Africa, and then parts of... East Asia and things like that. So they want to create a perimeter on the whole uh, 1040 window. They want to create missions organizations and they want to send out the locals and just evangelize the last parts of the world and just bring the gospel to the people who have never heard the gospel they want to just go to the muslims and go to the hindus and the buddhists and just proclaim the name of jesus so jesus can come back so that's kind of their end goal they want to preach the gospel so the end will come and so jesus will come back quicker so we went to six locations we went to India, Nepal, Turkey, Jordan, uh, deep in the Congo where Kony was, um, rebel forces fighting that was pretty intense. The people that went there have uh, crazy stories and Then I went to Morocco uh, one of uh, it 's illegal to convert out of islam it 's legal to go in as a missionary. you have to go in very secretive and it 's ninety nine uh, percent Muslim more or less, and the other one percent is uh, foreigners. <laughs> So we went in so this mission trip was was very different from what a normal trip would look like we didn't we couldn't go in just kind of roaming the streets like this is the lord like this is what we're doing we ha- we had to kind of go in like more secretive like just meet people and just kind of have lunches and hey what do you believe uh what like what what, what's your religion even though we knew what their religion was and they'd be like oh yeah we're muslim we're muslim and we'd be like oh great that's awesome because we're christians you want to talk about the similarities so we talk about the similarities um, and just present the gospel in that manner, so we had uh, six days a week we did evangelism. So we did uh, fifteen hours a week of evangelism in the three months, and then we had uh, twenty to twenty-five hours a week of prayer and worship, because uh, that's our main goal of this missions is just to uh, plow the ground. I guess just just to plow the ground uh, in prayer, just so the king will come. Because especially in this in this Islamic nation. Um, There's there's been no one that has come into this land and really just plowed it in prayer. It has just been soaked uh, thousands of years after thousands of years. It's just this whole time. Of just filth and dirt and just all this uh, deceptiveness and lies of Islam it has just been soaking the ground, so our goal was to go in with prayer and go in with worship and just proclaim the name of Jesus and like reclaim the land prophesying over the land to be like this land is said to be Islamic and like we don 't know if there's even any like Muslim Christians right now, but we prophesy that this nation will see revival that this nation will be worshipers of Jesus so for the three months uh, we do- we didn't have crazy stories like I said it was very spiritually oppressive, but I don't want to talk about the spiritual oppressive, oppressiveness. I just want to just proclaim the name of Jesus and said, we sowed our seed. For the three months, we we prayed, we prophesied, we worshiped, we spoke the name of the Lord boldly. We, we, we had, we've, like for me, I've never, I've always been so timid to evangelize. I've always been like hi, you know, just really shy, really nervous, like, I just, I, I've, I've never known how to do it, I just, it always scared me, like, walking up to strangers just freaks me out, um, especially on the streets, you know, just all that fear, um, but through this whole process of jumping into that kind of context when I've never known how to do that before, just the Lord showed me that he will testify on our behalf, and that even if we go out in weakness, even if we go out just in complete if we if we go out with nothing he will be so faithful in in testifying on our behalf in in the little thing that we give so in the 3 months um like i said i came i came i came in like lord i can't do this like i'm so weak i don't even know like how to i don't i don't even know like the whole Old, I've never read the whole Old Testament, I've never, I've, I, I don't know if I can clearly portray the stories, I don't know if I can, like, accurately say your heart, I like, I'm like, I have no idea, I don't, I don't know if I can convince them that what we believe is true, like, I don't know, and he's like, Tiffany, just, just speak my word, and I will testify, and I will bring the Spirit of God, so, um, yeah, so I just want to share a testimony, just, it's just something really small, but it just, it blessed my heart so much. So we were meeting with this Muslim girl, and she was just telling us, like, yeah, I just, I, I, I believe, I believe in Allah. Allah has no God. Allah has no son. And, like, all these things, like, Jesus is just a prophet. Like, we got that all the time. That's the first thing they would say when we heard we we're Christians. Oh, oh, that, that's so nice what you believe, that you think that Jesus is God, but, but we believe, and we know that, that Jesus is a prophet. And we'd be like, okay, you believe that now, but just wait. <laughs> um... Yeah, so we were meeting with this girl, and she was being just more stern than usual. She was just being, like, very, very hard, very, like, hesitant, and just, like, no, just getting angry every time I would kind of even mention, like, Jesus, or, like, wow, I just I love Jesus, I love him, like, I have a relationship with him, I can talk with him, I don't have to sit on a mat and, like, hope that he's not mad at me, like, I don't have to be in fear of my God, I can come to my God, and he will love me, and he has grafted me in, and I was, like, telling her all these things when I was, like, shaking it, because I was, like, so nervous I was like shaking and I'm like trying to whisper because we're in a public place and I didn't want the people around us to to know what I was doing to know that I was like preaching the gospel to this Muslim because she would be killed and then I would be kicked out so all these different dynamics I was like whispering and trying to like be really timid about it and um so after I was done sharing the Gospel and giving my testimony of how the Lord has dramatically changed me, of how of how I was like angry and bitter and all these things against my dad, and how now like I have so much healing, I have so much hope, I have so much like joy every day because of the Holy Spirit, and because this free gift that our God gives because their god doesn 't give gifts, their God makes them sit down five, day, five times a day and, and they just have to hope that, that they are good enough but i 'm like, my God gives me my God, give me a free gift of the Holy Spirit, and I don't have to come with fear. I just have to come and, like, say, Lord, forgive me. Um, so I was just testifying, like, how I was changed and how my nature was changed, and um, so she told me right after that, after her being so stern and, like, blah, just so, so angry at the words I was saying, she looked at me in the eye, and she was like, Tiffany, Every time you talk, I want to cry she 's like, "I feel something in my spirit every time you talk and i 'm like, that is the spirit of God right there <laughs> so <laughs> so it was just a huge testimony on my just to me that encouraged my heart to know that even in this extremely dark place where no Christians have gone and done prayer and worship and have labored their life in this manner, like we were in a little seven foot tall room very small nine people probably like eight by ten or something and uh, just all of us kind of squished in there like trying to whisper like praying for four hours and like just sweaty and just awkward like you you can't really get in like good prayer positions and all these things you're just kind of (laughs) that kind of so 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 today was funny because I'm like used to worshiping like like this and I'm like I can actually spread out more (laughs) so that was nice Um, Yeah, but we were just used to this small, tight context of, like, not anyone knowing what we were doing, not anyone even knowing that there was this team from IHOP coming there, like, not anyone knowing, Um, and just the fact that the Lord came on my behalf and testified to her spirit, and I didn't have to do anything, I just had to say it in my weakness, and say it in, like, my, my, all of my insecurity, because I was so insecure, I was so like, Lord, like, I don't even know if I know this, but I'll just say it, like, just in case, <laughs> like, hoping that, like, maybe he will do something, I wasn't expecting that, so that just secured my heart, so I just want to share with you guys, like, to share my testimony, but also to encourage you guys, especially here, because we, we are next to Dearborn, we are in Detroit, we are the murder retire higher this year, last year, whatever, and all the, all of these things, but I just want to say, like, there's no fear in the will of the Lord, like, perfect love casts out all fear. And that's what I've learned in these in these past couple months. Like, honestly, if you just focus on the glory of God, if you just focus on proclaiming his name and just even saying it to yourself, saying, Lord, like, I believe that you are the creator God. I believe that you created all things. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Like, even though all of these situations are... Uh, just bringing you down. There's so much in our country right now that is probably weighing all of you down. There's just so much of life that just overcomes our hearts sometimes. Sickness, jobs, murder rates, just the the rate of our government, just finances, the taxes are up. There's so many things, and I just want to say, like, in this swirl, especially with spiritual warfare, because it happens here in America, we just, it happens in a different way. So just to know, uh, that just to declare the glory of God, declare who God is, because that is the best way to fight all of these things that are coming against you, of just declaring, because he is the greater name, because he is, like, the great and glorious God of what we are singing. So if you say that and you believe it, like, things won't really get better, but <laughs> it, it, will, it will get better, but, but it's it's just powerful. The name of God is powerful. <laughs> So just to encourage your hearts today that when you guys go out, because I'm not just going to go out. I'm I'm going uh, in May. But you guys are going to be staying here, laboring in this country. So just to know that when things get worse, when things get harder, just just to know uh, of what you can do to stay strong. So just... Every day, just say what you're thankful for. Every day, just just say all of the names of the Lord. Even just saying the names of the Lord just does something in your spirit and in those situations where it gives you confidence and it gives you strength and it gives you just, just hope for the next day. So that is what sustained us um, in these three months because we've seen a lot. Our, our power went out, like just really, really weird, weird things going on. Um, the men are very oppressive, so they think um, that women aren't even allowed to be out in public having coffee. Um, so, so for us being out there dressing the way we dress, because they, they have the whole get-up. So us dressing, still kind of respectful, but still Western. They just were so offensive. So all of these things, all of these things going on, and still seeing the fruit of our labor um, was just really cool. So I just wanted to uh, give another point. So one of the points was to declare the glory of God of what I learned um, and another one is, um, if you guys want to turn to Romans eleven, I'm going to go to Romans eleven. This is a verse that the Lord um, was really impressing on my heart and just showing me why why our God is different than any other God. I mean, I knew, I knew that we had the truth. I knew that we had all of these things, but I didn't know why, because I always grew up in church. I always grew up in this context where everyone told me that's just what I'm supposed to believe. I was always in church. I was always going to youth group, going to kids' church, all of these things, all these events, and it was just natural for me to just know, yeah, Jesus is Lord, but, um, but I never knew the differences on like a deeper, more deep level of why our God is different. And especially um, when we had to explain that every single day for two hours, for three months, six days a week, explain that over and over and over again, Um, the Lord just showed me how powerful it actually is and how different he is in a more real level. Uh, So I just want to read Romans 11, verse uh, 17 through 22. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you being a wild tree, were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and the fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. But if you boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. And you will say, branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Well said. Because of unbelief, they are broken off, and you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. For if the God did not spare the natural branches, he he may not spare you either. For consider the goodness and severity of God, and those who fell severely, but towards you with goodness. Goodness, if you continue in His goodness, otherwise you'll be cut off. So it's talking—it's talking about just this olive tree of how the Lord is the God of Israel. God, our God is the God of Israel. He—he he is the God of the Jews, and He chose them. They are His special people, um, and because because they chose to. Um, not obey him and not believe in him in that manner. He grafted us in, us as the Gentiles, us as people. So it's only by grace. It's only, it's, it's only by the goodness and severity of the Lord that we are here. So to not take that lightly, I've learned, like, not to take that lightly. Like, I wasn't chosen in the original plan. Like, God knew that he would bring us and bring us in, but, but our God is the God of Israel, and he chose us to come in and, that's our story. We have a story. We have a history. We have, we have things that happened. We have um, Our whole gospel just makes sense of how he chose Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and, and Moses, and David, and all the things that prophesied of Jesus to come that would fulfill these covenants. Like We have a storyline. So to say that over and over to the Muslims, because they don't have a story. They have copies of different stories from different books in different religions. It's just a mismatch of everything altogether. Um, so just for so just to be able to say it every day and be like our god has a story. We're not random. We we we're, we're not just here because we're here. I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not just a part of this church because my family decided to bring me whatever like like the lord specially chose me even even before my parents were around, even before my parents um, chose to go to church, like the lord wanted me to come into his kingdom. So to express that rightly in the nations and to the muslims has just become my heart. Um, I've never had a heart for Muslims. I've never had a heart, even for Africa or anything. But I just, I know the Lord is with me, and I know the Lord is just going to testify on me ha- on, on my behalf, just like that girl that we met for coffee um, and stuff. So that's why I want to go to Ethiopia. We're going to the fourth holiest city of all of Islam. So it's, <laughs> so it's uh, it's Mecca in Saudi Arabia. It's the Dome of the Rock in Israel. I still don't know the third one. And the fourth one is uh, I 'm going in Harare, Ethiopia, so it's, it's a less population of Christians in Morocco if that's even possible because we didn 't even know very we, we, we didn't even get to meet um, any Muslims that turned to Christianity, but there's no church presence, there's no anything, and I just want to go in with the light of Jesus and be that light in the darkness and testify in his behalf. And just go in the name of the Lord, because I know that even, like, the small little light that I have, you guys have the candlelight service, and so that's a perfect example of, what I, of like, what I want to do and, like, what God can do. Just, it starts off with that one little light, and if you just light the one next to you, and that person lights the one next to them, it just creates this big effect, and it goes throughout the whole country. Um... So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out as, like, that little light with this team of, like, four or five. And it's just going to spread. And not because of us, but because the Lord is, like, the one lighting the little flame. (laughs) So I'm leaving in May, and I just want to call you guys. Uh, with me, to partner with me, and stuff like that, and just for you guys to know here that it's possible. It's possible to use your weak words, and it have impact, that it's possible to overcome those situations that are hard for you. It's possible. It's possible to still have hope and not be discouraged. It's possible to hold on to something strong, and just that when hard times come, just to keep declaring, like, just to keep declaring the glory of the Lord, and just to keep thanking Him, because it's only by grace that we're here in the first place, so. I would just like uh, just to pray over you guys, just to pray over you guys in this, uh, in this time before I close Amen. and um, yeah, cause I, I, cause I feel, I feel um, just the Lord was just planning this the whole morning and it just led up to this message in this, when I'm speaking and I just think that something is going to happen today. Like e- even it's, uh, so I just want uh, just hearts to be encouraged and uh, just to be touched today. So I'm just going to pray. Let's stand.